Europeans enter a new Europe. The podcast about inspiring projects all over Europe with Jana, Jose, Paula, Roxana. Guten Tag and welcome to another episode of our podcast, Europeans into New Europe. Thanks for tuning in. Today it's me, Jana, and I'm with Maria from Lernfair, a German project focusing on educational justice. Thank you for your participation, Maria. We are very happy that you found the time to join us for this episode. So let's get started. As I was mentioning, Lernfair focuses on educational justice, but what exactly is the project about? So Lernfair is a nonprofit organization And we operate education platform where we connect volunteers and pupils seeking help. The largest project translates to something like one-to-one -one learning support where school children get help with their schoolwork. We, we were able to establish over 15,000 one-to-one matches since our start. What connects our projects is that they are all digital and that they are free and based on the work of volunteers. We have some, some other projects, like free online courses and similar. That's so cool. Like you have a lot of programs in the project. But how did the idea of creating a platform for like free digital tutoring come up? It was in March 2020. Uh, due to the pandemic, the schools in Germany closed, which left those behind which are already disadvantaged with respect to education. Some fellow students and me joined forces to quickly establish a first version of what was to become Lernfair after four weeks already over 10,000 participants so both students and pupils were registered. Back then we founded this as Corona School but we have renamed the platform to Lernfair to emphasize the educational fairness or justice, which we desire by free support to compensate those disadvantaged. It's a huge growth in like a couple of weeks going to so many people registering on the platform. Tell me like who exactly can participate in the project? So we want to support or we aim to support pupils that are disadvantaged because of socioeconomical or similar reasons, for example, health or because their parents don't support them and that cannot get other help, for example, paid tutoring. We collaborate with schools that can, for example, nominate pupils that could especially profit from our platform, but we also have free registration to reach everyone. The volunteers on our platform are mostly students at German, Austrian or Swiss universities. And some of our projects, we restrict the groups of volunteers. For example, at the moment, only students or those who recently left university can give the one-to-one -one tutoring. But we are actually actively working on open up this restriction. All right. So... That's very interesting that you're also working together with schools. But how do you find the students in the universities? Do you make some advertisement for that or how does it work? Of course, a large part of our work is to, to find volunteers, but also the pupils. For example, we have about 100 ambassadors, the so-called campus representatives at about 60 universities in Germany, Swiss and Austria that reach out in their local region. When the interested person finds their way on our website, they can register as a pupil or as a volunteer and For example, say what 
for a pupil what grade they are in, in which subject they need help and for a volunteer also so that for example they would like to help a pupil in math between fifth and tenth grade. Then we have a one-to-one -one call with the volunteer where we verify their identity, clarify notions about abuse prevention. After the volunteer is in the matching pool, a matching algorithm is triggered where both the pupil and the volunteer get an email about their match and can start collaborating. We have a user platform and an email infrastructure to get this all matching operated. Our code is, by the way, open source available on GitHub. Okay, that's really nice that you're like focusing then on regional areas for finding new students who want to volunteer in the project. Can you tell me, is there any restrictions to the subject you want to have a tutor in or the age or something? We take pupils from every age, so grade one to 13 is the largest grade in Germany and have, I think, 26 different subjects. Of course, most look for help in the main subjects, which are mathematics, German and English. But we also offer support in things like ancient Greek, Latin or other subjects. But those are not widely requested. But in case there is a pupil who needs help in the subject and we find a suitable volunteer, we are happy to connect also those. Wow, this is like a huge range of subjects and ages. That's really, really cool. Then when you said there is a matching algorithm which puts the student and the pupil together, and what's happening next? For the pupil, they just register and then they get an email in case we found a match. Sometimes there's a couple of week waiting time, depending on the subject or the, the age of the pupil, if we find a suitable volunteer. And for the volunteers, there's a one-to-one -one call after the registration and then the matching can start. In our user area, they can also choose to support more than one student, get different means of help. For example, we have calls where our mentors teach about how to teach. And we also have different other material to help our volunteers to support the pupils. Nice, okay. So which feedback do you get from the pupils? How is it received? So especially in the beginning of the project, we have had a wide media attention. For example, we have been invited once to some talk show in the television, had numerous media appearances like newspaper, radio, TV, and the federal president of Germany personally called us in April 2020 to thank us for engagement during the pandemic, which was quite cool. Further recently, we've been awarded the National German Commitment Award, which is a huge honor for us. And we try to pass this appreciation to our volunteers, to the pupils. So the pupils and the parents are both very thankful for the opportunity to get this free and especially uncomplicated help. They sent us email and, and tell us about the situation or what has improved. It was unbelievable how dramatic the situation was, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, where there was a complete lockdown, the school closed completely. For example, single parents had to simultaneously homeschool their children, do the work, so on. And they wrote us that they did not know how they would have bared the situation without the support of some student who volunteered to help their child digitally. 
So it's crazy how the project is received by the public, that even the politicians in high positions said something to the project and it was really in the media, which is really cool that there's more focus on the topic of the project. And he also said that because of the pandemic, a lot of normal tutoring projects, they couldn't really do something because they were not digitally. What does it have to do with educational injustice or justice in this time? And how are you working to achieve educational justice? I would generally say that education is, is the key to, to justice, for example, and to many other very desirable things. I think Nelson Mandela said once that education is, is the most powerful weapon to change the world. So when you're, for example, born into a family, your educational pathway is partially predetermined. For example, if your parents are academic, you're way more likely to get university education or higher education in general. This is proven by many different students. For example, the PISA study, which evaluates the situation every three years. And I see this as a severe problem. It's, it's not fair and it prevents everybody to unleash their potential. And I think that everybody should get the same opportunities to access to education and with our platform we try to to compensate a bit this inequality it's a good start to yeah compensate the injustice tell me what is happening with the project when the pandemic is ending so first and foremost we are very motivated to keep everything running and we will we will continue our mission to more educational justice this is also why we renamed from I mentioned earlier that we renamed from Corona School to Lernfair to, to send a signal about all this, that educational inequality isn't something due to Corona, although the pandemic indeed put a lens and vividly showed how, how severe the inequality is in reality. And Corona did increase the difficulties. For example, if pupils did not have technical devices or quiet room to study. There's still so many, so much to do in this whole area. So we will go on and provide free and digital support to those in need. That's really, really nice. And are there any particular plans? What other maybe programs should become part of the Corona School? Or are there any new ideas? So at the moment, we are actively working on new programs to even better contribute to our mission to more educational justice. For example, we are about to establish a new program called Lernfair Plus to support pupils over a long period and to put a larger focus on elements like how do I learn, mentoring aspects and so on. We also plan exciting inspiration weeks where we want to put a focus on topics which aren't covered that much in school, like sustainability or social media, but interest pupils to give a room for those topics that and to yeah, widen the, the horizon somehow of, of those who, who want to. Yes, nice. So some really good plans for the future here. Tell me, how can we stay in touch and get news from the project? So you, you can follow our website where we also have a blog around our work and our social media on, on all usual platforms. 
The website is at the moment in German, but we are actively working on a translation, for example, to better reach families that do not have German as their native language. Yes, nice. Okay. So lastly, we always ask our participants what their wishes for New Europe are. What is Lernfers in your wish? I wish that everybody gets gets the opportunities to pursue their goals and get the education they want to without discrimination or disadvantage for whatever reason. So despite their gender, their financial means of their parents, their sexuality, origin and so on. We at Fair we compensate the ongoing educational injustice with helping those that are disadvantaged to, to compensate precisely this disadvantage. And in a in a new in a new Europe, this would maybe not be necessary. So, with this very very nice statement, we are coming to an end of this episode. Thank you again for participating and sharing your experiences with us, Maria. You can check out more about the project on the show notes. And I also want to thank you to everyone who listens to our podcast. So don't forget to tune in for the next episode. Stay in touch and check out our Facebook and Instagram pages. Bye bye.